Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Welcome everyone, this is Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy, host of the Home Business Success Show, and you're listening to bizradio.us, all entrepreneurs, all the time. My guest today realized pretty quickly that working for others, even in a field for which he had studied and certified, was not in alignment with his passion. We'll meet him in a few moments, right after my two-cent marketing minute. Today, I'd like to bring up something my friend Blaine Greenfield taught me. It's called the Platinum Rule. We all know about the Golden Rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Well, the Platinum Rule goes a step further treat others the way they want to be treated. In business, this can affect some of the small details. For example, you have a client who never answers emails or is painfully slow to do so. Maybe the problem is that your client prefers texts. I have a steady client that prefers Facebook messaging over all other forms of communication. The bottom line, find out what works for your client and give them what they want the relationship is far more likely to thrive. Today's guest, Ricky Schick, is a certified master trainer and certified occupational therapy assistant. He is a two-time bodybuilding champion and has over a decade of fitness and personal training experience. Ricky is the owner and operator of the personal training company, Fitness For You, which helps individuals in the Asheville, North Carolina area reach their fitness and body goals. Fitness is a way of life for Ricky, and over the past 12 years, he has helped thousands achieve the body of fitness and health they have always dreamed of, leading to a lifetime of satisfaction. It has been his mission to serve others and to simplify the most valuable fitness and health information to a world filled with misinformation and harmful fads. Welcome to the show, Ricky. Awesome. Hey, Hank, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. What can I say? You make me want to, like, you know, get into shape. That's it. Come on. (laughs) There you go. like that. (laughs) I love it. I'm not going to ask you to arm wrestle for sure. Hey, before we get into your business, if you would just tell us a few things about yourself. Sure. I mean, I am originally from New York, if you couldn't tell by the accent. Right. New York. Yeah. Yeah, New York. Right. You know, me and my wife have recently moved down to the Asheville, North Carolina area. Um, I love fitness and health. It has been a passion of mine from day one. Right. And it's really been the foundation of my life. I love playing music. Right. That's another passion of mine. But I was a 
occupational therapy assistant, right? I went to school for occupational therapy. I was a personal, I still am a personal trainer for the last decade, a little bit more over a decade. And my passion, like you said in the intro, has just been to help people get into the best shapes of their lives and to transform themselves. So that's been my sole mission in life is to help people change their lifestyles from maybe something that they did not want, right? To transform into the body and the lifestyle that they always needed and dreamed of. Yeah. Well, if you would, please tell us about your journey from employee to home-based entrepreneur. What started Uh, you on that journey? So I really feel like I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, right? I've always had this creative spark in me and I've always loved filming videos. I always had, I always loved playing music. So there was always a creative jive in me. And, you know, I grew up listening to, you know, 80s hair metal. So I really feel like I always had this against the grain kind of attitude. But, you know, growing up, I had a camera, right? And one of my favorite things to do was to film videos, right? In 2007, I started my first YouTube channel just for the fun of it, right? My gosh, 2007, that was a very long time ago. But, you know, I just had so much fun doing it. And then that started to grow. I started to learn how to use a camera. I started to learn how to, you know, get my video out to people. You know, I didn't realize at the time that I was learning marketing skills, right? Like who? Hey, I just made a video. Hmm. How do I get it to more people? Hmm. Maybe I'll use Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So you start having a list of problems to solve and you don't even realize that you're acting like an entrepreneur. You don't even know it, right? And so as the years went on, I was I played in a few bands and I had to manage a couple of, you know, band pages on Facebook. And that again, I had to learn PR. I had to learn how to get people's attention from my band, right? Hey, like our page on Facebook. Oh, this is how I build a band website, blah, blah, blah. So all this entrepreneurial stuff is happening, but in the same time, I'm working a full-time job, right? So I come from a family of very, very hard workers, right? So I started working at the age of 16 years old and it was really ingrained in my thinking, you know, hard work pays off. And I I just love my family because they instilled in me this hard work, you know, work ethic. And hey, if you work hard, it's going to pay off in the long run. So I, I grew, I became this workhorse, right? I learned a workhorse mentality, right? I could work a 12 hour day, go home be completely fine. I'm like, yeah, that was a great day of work. Sweet. Right. So it got ingrained into my thinking. So long story short, after that, I become a personal trainer, right? I start working out in the gym and I fall in love with this thing called fitness. And I'm like, you know what, if I can do this, and this is at the age of 17, if I can do this, I want other people to experience what I'm feeling. Thus, I started my own YouTube channel in 2012, right? 2012, I started a YouTube channel called Fitness for You. And what I wanted to do was, like I like it says in the, like you said in the in the beginning, take valuable fitness information and break it down so people can understand, right? Slowly but surely, I'm learning these entrepreneurial skills as I'm still working this full-time job. So fast forward all the way to 2022, right? Fast forward to that time. I'm about to finish college, right? I get into college to be an occupational therapy assistant. And this is something that my parents said, hey, this is a job that you're going to love to do. You're going to make some good money and you're going to help some people. So I had this thing in my head that like, this is what I kind of almost convinced myself that this is what I wanted to do. And I went through college and I feel like as I was going through college, right, 
I was like convincing myself that I want to do this job. Like this is something I want to do, but I knew in my heart of hearts, this is not what my passion is. My passion is being a personal trainer. And at the time I was working part-time as a, as a personal trainer. And I was like, Hmm, do I really enjoy this? So I passed my test. I become an occupational therapist and I moved down to North Carolina. Right. And at the time I had now at this point, I have about a decade of fitness experience. I've already kind of started fitness for you on the side. I've been working with people and I've worked full time at a gym. So I'm like helping people get into the best shape of their life. They're also coming through my business. It's been, it's been great, but I'm like, I'm going to be an occupational therapy assistant, right? This is the job. This is what I want to do. So I, I get into the job and I start working and I really give it a chance. And then I realize that, hmm, I'm really waiting for the day to be over. Hmm, I, I, I really don't want to really be here, right? There's no fire. And you know that fire you get when you're really passionate about something? You don't stop thinking about it. You want to do it all the time, right? You just, you wake up thinking about it. I didn't do that. But with personal training and fitness, I did. So long story short, I wound up moving on from that job position and I said, okay, I have to do this full time. I have to do this full time and I have to really give this my all. And by the grace of God, I feel like everything changed. I got a full schedule of people, right? I started working with people in the Asheville, Weaverville, North Carolina area. And I started getting a list of issues and problems that I needed to solve as an entrepreneur. So that is my journey from 2007 all the way to now running a full-time fitness company. It went from part-time to full-time, and here we are. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's quite a journey. Yeah. <laughs> this notion of following your passion to create your business has been gaining more traction in recent years, and the younger generations have embraced it more fully. I worked for decades in jobs that weren't aligned with my true self. It's what my generation was taught to do. You know, mm. you go to work, you earn your living, you know, it's not necessarily who you are, but it's what you have to do. You felt it strongly at a young age, which is, I find quite remarkable, and I'm seeing it in a lot more young people these days, more of an authenticity, uh, not willing to accept a disconnect between who you are and what you do. Right, right. Absolutely. I, I feel as if, and I, I got to agree with you, there's a new generation of people who are learning that value, the value of following your passion, right? Now, I understand the whole work hard, right? Work hard, even if it's a job you might not be passionate about at the time, you know, if you have to pay the bills and take care of a family, I totally understand that. But there's always an opportunity to follow your passion, right? And this is what I believe about following your passion. If you can do that, then you can provide authentic value to people, right? And you can serve people in an authentic way and deliver 110% on it. If I'm working a nine to five job, right, that I'm not crazy about, do you really think I'm going to give you 110% of my burning passion? Am I going to go to bed thinking about how I'm going to give you service, how I'm going to make your service the best service possible? I know in my personal training business, I'm so passionate about it. I go to bed thinking about it, and then I wake up the next morning, think about how I'm going to serve you. So I think that's the difference between working a job you're really not crazy about and doing what you were born to do. 
Well, that's great that you can come to the realization of what you were born to do. Some people search a whole lifetime and really never come to that conclusion. And now if I could shift gears just a little bit, who are your ideal clients? My ideal clients? It's a great, great question. My ideal client is this, and it might sound broad, but it's really not. It's the client, right, who may want to get in shape. But it's the client that has a very, very, we'll call it destructive lifestyle, right? A lifestyle that's working against them, right? Maybe they don't exercise. Maybe they have a really, really bad relationship with food, right? That's my ideal client. My ideal client is somebody who is at the ground level and somebody that I can take and say, hey, I want to start you on your fitness journey. Somebody who's starting from the very beginning. Somebody that I can take their hand and say, hey, I have the blueprint. I know exactly what you need to do, right? To change your lifestyle habits, right? And to change your entire life around. Because if we can really dig deep, it's not just exercise, right? It's not just eating right. It's a lifestyle. If we can take those poor habits, right? Maybe you're getting two hours of sleep a night. Maybe you're, you know, you have a bad relationship with food. If we could take that, right? And change that slowly but surely, you'll realize that, wow. I look back and my entire life has changed, right? That's my ideal client. Somebody who has the, the go the go-getter attitude and says, hey, I need to make a change. I'm starting from the beginning. Can you help me? And my answer is, yes, I can. Let's do this. That's a great potential client, uh, an ideal client, because it's like uh, an artist starting with a blank canvas. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And these things do become lifestyle changes. And I guess as they move into different aspects of their new lifestyles, it, over time, it becomes hard to really look back over how they once were. You know, I can only relate that a little bit right now to the fact that for about the last month and a half, I've been on a keto diet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's uh, high protein, I mean, high fat, some protein, uh, sure. green leafy vegetables, stuff like that, but virtually no carbs, you know, you don't eat breads, you don't eat pastas, and you keep carbs down to a very, very minimum. Well, you right. know, in the first few days, you start something like that, and you have some cravings. But yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. But after you've been on keto for a week, the cravings go away, you're very rarely hungry, you don't mm -hmm. crave sweet things, the idea of eating a bagel or something like that just doesn't appeal anymore. So I guess lifestyle changes, you know, they take shape gradually mm -hmm. and uh, they stick. They stick. Yeah. I think that's so cool that you're on that diet. Here's what I like about the keto diet. I think that some people have some flack with it, but here's what I can tell you the positives are to that. You know, it really helps you look at the foods that you're eating, Right. And it really puts you, it could, it really potentially puts you in a caloric deficit, which really isn't a bad thing, right? It makes you look at all those things that you're eating. I'm like, wow, hold on. I got to prioritize what I'm eating. And when you can prioritize what you're eating, you can have control over your life. That's one reason why I really think the keto diet is pretty good. Absolutely. I think that's awesome you're doing that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm also combining it with... Uh as much intermittent fasting as I can put in. But sometimes I find that a little challenging if my day goes long and then it's hard for me to have that six o'clock cutoff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, but I'm but I'm working at it. That that being aside, yeah. what would you say are some unique challenges in your business? So I believe my business, you're always learning something new. And unique challenges, hmm. I would say so for me, for example, in my in my experience working with 
other clients, you work with clients who have disability, right? And they have unique challenges to them, right? And I know a lot of trainers in my position really sometimes have a hard time, you know, problem solving with that client, right? And in my experience, I've worked with many clients like that. And it's one of the most rewarding things that you can do. So as a trainer, one of the unique challenges is every individual is different. They come in all shapes and sizes, right? And they come in all different temperaments. So the the best unique challenge as a trainer is to be able to meet people where they're at, right? And you have to have an ability to work with people because I can come in with super high energy, like, hey, how you doing, Sally? I'm ready to work with you. But guess what? Sally is not feeling it today and she is really, really low and she doesn't want super loud noises. So I got to meet Sally where she's at. So that is, I would think, one of the most unique challenges as a trainer. You have to be super dynamic with people and it gives you an ability to communicate with all sorts of people. So the unique challenge is meeting people where they're at and being able to provide the fitness information to them and have them retain it. If you could... um... If you could uh, share what you might consider one of your most interesting cases or perhaps your one of your greatest successes, what would that be? I got a few. A really, really good friend of mine. Her name was Joy. And one of my best success stories is that she came from a pattern of, you know, not really understanding exercise and fitness and health and whatnot, but she was always kind of working out. And she started to come to my classes, right? And the best part about that story is I got to see her develop, right? She came to my classes and, you know, she started out lifting, you know, a certain amount of weight. Maybe it wasn't the heaviest, right? But she kept coming back for more, right? She kept coming back to the classes. You know, she kept working hard at it. And as the years went on, she became a lifelong friend. And the best part about seeing her grow and develop is eventually, right? We stopped training together. And that's a good thing, right? She was able to move on and take the information that I taught her, right? And she was able to solidify it and create her own thing. Now she is fully independent working out, right? And helping others do the same exact thing. She is a superhero in my book. And the the craziest part I would say is that she was able to finally be fully independent, right? And then there, there's another story of a kid who came to me. He um he had CP, right? And this was my first client that had a challenging disability. And I had, and he came to me and he was like, I really want a personal trainer. I want to work with you, right? So it was a very unique challenge for me, right? We had a couple of things that we had to work with and it was like, okay, so this is a problem we need to solve, right? We have to do things a little bit differently. It was one of the greatest challenges of my professional career, right? I had to learn to train somebody in a completely different way. And he kept coming back to the sessions. And each session that he did, he got better and better and better. And long story short, right? He was able at one point, right? We had him getting out of his walker, right? And doing sled pushes. It blew Oh, my mind. I was like, oh, my gosh, we've gotten to the point where you're getting out of your walker and you're holding on to the sled and you're doing sled pushes. Right. Then that sled push went from 45 pounds to 85 pounds to 100 pounds. Blew my mind, Hank. 
That's and pretty I, amazing. I, That's pretty amazing. But you know what? We're having yeah. such a good time that time is flying by and we're almost out of time. So I want to ask oh. you uh, hmm. two things. Um, uh, you see pay you you see clients uh maybe some of them have home gyms and uh, others maybe meet you at a at a commercial gym or something like that sure um where, where i work personally yes so right now i actually meet people at their homes which is the best right i have my own equipment and we do two types of services i can meet you at your home or you can meet me where i'm at right i actually i work out out over at the host that I live at the apartment um, complex and, you know, we can go work out there or I can go to your house, right? Which is the best part. You call me up, you say, hey, what's your goal? X, Y, and Z. And I meet you wherever you're comfortable. So this is my thing. I think people thrive in their natural environment, right? And yes, I think that's the best place for people to get trained. So that's where you can get me. That's right, because they feel the most comfortable. And now the uh, last question I'd like to ask you is, how can our listeners get in touch with you to find out more about the services you offer and how they can become, you know, the best version of their in-shape self? Absolutely. So there are two ways you can contact me. You can contact me via Instagram or via my business telephone number. My business telephone number is 845 642 4006. That's 845 642 4006. Or you can catch me on Instagram at Ricky underscore SHIC underscore fitness underscore four underscore you. And you can very contact good. Well, <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for being here today. And uh, for our listeners, also thank you for being here today. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on bizradio.us. Before I go, I want to tell you that there are some great resources available to home business owners. You are not alone in your home business. Learn about the Home Business Success Community, an online membership support community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. Contact me to find out more. Just go to bizradio.us, click on Shows, and then find my picture uh, on the Home Business Success Show, and you'll find all my contact information. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it, Ricky has done it, and you can too. See you next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.